0: You're listening to Frankie Boy Radio. That's the only thing we have to fear is, fear itself. Letting America take a deep breath. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Frankie Boy Radio. It's Friday, April 10th. Good Friday. I hope it's been a nice, meaningful, and beautiful day for you today. Contemplating the big questions, you know? I've been contemplating the big questions, but the subject of tonight's chat with a cup of tea I hope you have your tea, I have my tea, the LBR tradition, right? Mmm, delicious Um, Is dealing with a medium question It started out as a simple question After one of my astronomy talks, one of my friends comes up to me and she says Hey, in a semi-confidential manner, look what I found she shows me this rock that had been broken in two, and there appears to be another rock sort of formed inside it. She says, I found this around the grounds. Do you have any idea of what this is? So I looked at it. I said, Huh. Well, no, but I'll look into it. So I thought, well, this would be a cool continuation of the astronomy series. What if we started talking about some earth sciences? So I approached the, the lady who. Runs the series and says, Hey, would you like a talk in geology? She says, Yes. Yeah. So I said, All right. So I've been trying to answer the question of what this pebble is, and then, then more broadly, what is any pebble and how did it get here? I picked up a few from my front yard and they sort of look like potatoes. You know, Maryland has these wonderful, I call them potato rocks, river stones, I guess, um, although there's no river here. Well, not in my yard, hopefully. So I was looking around on the internet and it looks like they're quartzite. But for the life of me, I cannot figure out how old this quartzite is. A quartzite is sandstone that was made up mostly of quartz. And, and it was compressed and heated until it became quartzite. And it is tremendously hard. The ancients used to use this um, as blunt projectiles. They weren't great for knives or, or, or cutting things, but they worked for axe heads and grinding tools. And to shape other stones too. And uh, so I've been in the world of rocks. We're talking about the geologic time scale yesterday, right? So I started looking around, and well, here's an interesting question How old do you think the concrete is at your feet? You know, look around, there's concrete nearby. I always think of concrete as artificial, which, well, it is. It's man made from natural ingredients and and young compared to the other rocks that I. However, how old do you think it is? Take a guess. Well, it can be as old as 750 million years if it's in the, this area. So I started saying, well, what is concrete? And concrete is made of aggregates and water and, li- and Portland cement, which is made from limestone. Well, what's limestone? So, you. Yeah type it in the computer. What's limestone? Well, limestone is formed when uh, coral and mollusks, mollusks and other shells die and form a layer. And this layer eventually, well, it forms a sediment and it eventually hardens into a stone. And this limestone in Virginia, that's the area that I'm researching, is actually older than than the Appalachian Mountains. So it formed before the Appalachian Mountains were there, before the continent of Africa crashed into the continent of North America, forming the supercontinent of Pangaea and the Appalachian Mountains were thrust up near the middle of the continent. These were comparable in height to the Rockies or the Alps and they eventually weathered down to the nice gentle range we know now. And that limestone and. Is used in construction, buildings, and uh, fertilizing the fields, and in making concrete. So, that concrete under your feet, under your tires, holding up bridges could be more than half a billion years old in origin. Now, that's pretty cool. Still working on figuring out how old the pebble is. Older than dirt, as my buddy Jim would say. And hey, shout out to my dad. I talked to him on the phone today, and he had a great idea for illustrating a time scale. He had an idea if you hold out each arm, and you look, your left, or your right arm, and maybe your thumbnail's the pyramids, and then you look to your left, and the very tip of your index finger might be you. And then I'm going to... Pull out a tape measure and figure out where all the intermediate points are. Give us a sense of scale. Thanks, Dad. We'll also talk more about limestone later because I'm reading this this thing, and believe it or not, it's it's pretty interesting. But now, a couple of things before we take our deep breaths, I want to check in with everybody, see how you're doing. You know, I was talking to a coworker the other day, and uh, she came out of a a meeting, and she's a healthcare worker, and, and she just looked really, really scared, and asked her if she was scared, and she she said she gets scared sometimes, and she was just sitting there, and I was playing some music, and I felt, you know, very sympathetic to her, and, and it's, it's interesting, I can get stuck in these, these fear loops a lot as well, and, uh. It's not a fun place or a productive place to be. So something that helps me is usually I feel out of control and then I get scared. So I think the breathing is a nice way to bring the the focus back to one thing I can do and that's concentrate on my breath and then I can build out from that. So if you're having a shaky day, try it. See if it works for you. You are the master of your own breath and then you can build from there, build out from there. So let's do our daily practice as it's called, because like any skill, the more you practice, the better you get. So we're gonna get comfortable, relax, and we're gonna breathe in to a count of four and pause gently for two and then exhale for four and do that five times as usual. Something nice about consistency, right? Very important. All right. So go ahead and sit back and relax. You can roll your shoulders a little bit, rest your hands on your legs, and uh, if you're sitting in a chair, put your feet flat on the floor. You know it's interesting about how we can we can hold unpleasant things in our body. You know, be tense and you know I'll stack one foot on top of another, agitated. Well changing our posture that can actually change our, our mood. It's, it's pretty cool. So try it, relax, and let your gaze just kind of float around, come into a rest gently in front of you. And you can close your eyes a little bit, let your eyelids fall and just take a moment and feel the space that you inhabit. Your space. Yeah. All right, and whenever you're ready, we're gonna start our breathing. We're gonna breathe in, we count to four. One, two, three, four. Pause, one, two, exhale, one, two, three, four. Let's try it again, inhale, one, two, three, four, one, two, Two, exhale, one, two, three, four. So inhale, one, two, three, four, pause, one, two, exhale, one, two, three, four. Inhale, one, two, three, four, pause, one two, exhale, one, two, three, four. Last one for this evening. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two, exhale, one, two, three, four. As always, you're welcome to continue. I like to try to start my mornings with 34 breaths. Well, obviously, breaths all throughout the day, but 34 conscious, deep, relaxed, four to four breaths. Hope you have a wonderful evening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Good night.